Hello, Trump Theology fans. This is the Rev. C.H. Brown coming to you from Interstate 15, just outside of Barstow, California, headed to Las Vegas, Nevada. So we're going to have a good time. I'm here with my better half, Shell Chaz. <laughs> and uh, this is my little Shell Bells. And we're having a good time. We're going to, as you can see from the package back there in the back seat, we are going to a birthday party. And yes. a very special birthday party it is our grandson's 13th birthday. And it technically is going to be a, 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 a bar mitzvah type of celebration. My uh, son has uh, prepared uh, a, a nice little ceremony uh, for, for there to be blessing. and. Uh, uh, Malachi now is becoming a young man, and uh, he really is—he really is quite, quite a special person. But anyway, I just wanted to come to you for a little while uh, today. Uh, I know I promised I would be putting things out twice a week, and that's why I'm doing this. But uh, that is—that is the plan. Uh, I'll probably putting be—I will be, in fact, putting out uh, Revelations chapter four. Uh, and that will be on Monday, which would be the seventh, no, not the 18th, January 18th. So, uh, but for today, just wanted to kind of talk about the crazy times that we're living in. You know, last time Shelly and I talked about COVID and uh, there's still COVID stuff going on, obviously, but uh, what, what has transpired as a result of it you know, you know, with regard to the presidential election, the, the the disturbing scenes at the Capitol building this last week, uh, it's just it really is um, for me very intriguing because regardless if you're on right or left, whether you're conservative or liberal, Democrat, Republican, uh, it, it none of that really. I mean, what I'm what I'm going to say. None of that is really applicable. Um, it, it, it doesn't apply because I, I'm looking at it from a from the unseen realm perspective. That's really what I want to deal with because there's stuff going on in the heavenlies that has been for the last four years. I mean, when we consider, you know, and Shel, you know, you can chime in any time, but you know, when you consider that literally for this this. Uh, for this president, you know, Donald J. Trump, uh, literally 19 minutes after he was inaugurated, the Washington Post had already obviously pre-printed it, released, uh, you know, uh, directions and suggestions that we must impeach this president. 19 minutes after he was in office. Something is going on. This isn't, this isn't a normal situation. And even, you know, so for like, you know, three and a half years of his presidency, you know, he's been, he's been dogged after by, by, by the, you know, Democratic Party, by the Congress, by, you know, he's been dogged by the, by the, by the press, the media, and uh, struggled in the, in the first year with his own party. And it, it's, it's very interesting, though, that even in spite of all that, and this is the part I'm looking at the unseen realm at. He did a lot of stuff that history will be kind to him. I mean, 
he he got our nation, you know, you know, energy independent for the first time in over 70 years. You know, we we are we, that's why our gas prices are down. I mean, the gas price in California, I mean, I tell people it's 2.50 a gallon. They think that's high. For us, that's like, oh, that's wonderful. You know, because we've been paying 3.54 dollars a gallon. So, you know, but he's made us energy independent and in a clean fashion, not destroying the environment. Uh, you know, when, when you look at the fact that unemployment is at historic lows, not just for, you know, educated people, not just for degreed individuals, across the board, across racial lines, the lowest unemployment rate among the blacks, among the Hispanics, among, uh, uh, um, among uh, you know, other minority groups. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not doing this to Trump or to, that's a funny word, to, 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 uh, to Trump's uh, horn here. That's not, I'm just pointing out, there's all these things that are like really good, real positive that, that uh, people would look and say, wow, that's, that's incredible. And then he did the unheard of thing of actually moving you know, our embassy to the city of Jerusalem, recognizing that Israel, that Jerusalem was Israel's capital. No one had in the world, literally in the world, had the, the tenacity to do that. They didn't have the intestinal fortitude to do it. And he did it. And they said when he did it, you're going to create war. And it didn't happen. In fact, he is the only president since FDR. I mean, think about that. Almost 100 years. The only president who has not started a military conflict, who has not started a war, who has not gotten involved in any kind of military action uh, with, 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 uh, with another country. You know, in fact, he brought soldiers home by the thousands. And so it's like, how is this a bad thing? How, how is this guy so hated? It, it doesn't make sense. And then, you know, one of the, one of the criticisms, and I, I get it, you know, was that he, his, his cabinet was, uh, with regard to uh, uh, foreign policy, was totally inexperienced. Not ignorant. These guys, I mean, he hired some of the best people. Uh, Kirshner, I mean, yeah, sure, there's some nepotism there. I, I believe it's his son-in-law, but he's a genius, you know, and uh, and uh, and and had a, a whole staff, a whole cabinet that dealing with foreign policy that were completely inexperienced, and they were saying this is the devastation. This is going to just take us down. And it was, they had the exact opposite effect. You put in intelligent, educated people in there who didn't know anything about it, who went in with fresh eyes and they looked and they said, we can help the Palestinians and we can help Israel. And we got to do it by showing, you know, you know, Saudi Arabia and all the other countries who the real problem was, which happened to be Iran, you know, and, and, and showed that to them and struck up all these peace deals where our previous administrations, you know, I mean, I think in the last administration, we gave $300 billion in cash to Iran, $2 billion of it at one time delivered by military transport. And that didn't make peace. And yet somehow these inexperienced guys did it. 
And that's what I'm talking about, the unseen realm. Especially with, you know, creating peace in Israel and, and, and recognizing Jerusalem. I, th I believe in the unseen realm. They foresaw, they could see the potential of this Donald Trump presidency regarding Jerusalem, regarding Israel. And that's what all, you know, all everyone's arguing and back and forth and, you know, uh, impeach, 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 and, you know, Russian dossiers and all this stuff. And, and, and they don't realize they're being all manipulated by the unseen realm. And the, and the unseen realm is doing it. The demonic forces are doing it because they don't want Israel to have peace. They don't want Israel to be recognized as, in, as the people of God. And so they're causing all this havoc within us and causing division. And we need to tone down. I mean, we're, I mean we've gotten to the place where we're literally taking away, taking away people's rights to free speech. I mean, when the Chancellor of Germany, Angela Merkel, yesterday, or day before yesterday, says Twitter was wrong for taking Donald Trump's account away, and she hates Trump. She can't stand him. She doesn't like his policies. And she says they were wrong, we need to have free speech. This, well, what does she care? That's Germany. But she understands that it's the free exchange of ideas that bring about prosperity, that bring about peace. You know, we're always gonna have to, we're all gonna have disagreements. We're gonna have to disagree, uh, agree to disagree. You know, and, and the old saying, the old axiom used to be, you know, I don't agree with you, but I will fight for your right to say it. You know, I will fight for your right to say it. I mean, that's and that that's the way it should be. You know, people may be disagreeing with me right now, and that's okay. Disagree. Put down in the comments what I said that isn't true, or at least you believe that is not true. And man, we can go back and forth and research together and and figure out what's going on. But I'm looking at it not so much as, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, a, a Trump supporter type thing. You know, I, I, I don't deal with that. What I'm dealing with is, are they in the unseen realm manipulating things so that even our very rights to worship God have been hampered, have been hindered? You know, I mean, that's, that's the thing that we have to, to really examine and look at. That's what's taking place. And uh, anyway, I've said a lot here, uh, almost 11 minutes worth of stuff, and Shell Bells hasn't said anything. And she's, she's more political than I am. I'm more spiritual. Oh, wow. <laughs> so what do you think about what I said? I think there's more... To the spiritual side of things, that that people, especially as a as as Christ followers, I I work with some that that are Christ followers, and they don't see um, the evil that's going on. 
they don't see that. They don't. They just kind of laugh it off, like, yeah, you know, it's no big deal. It's just polit political things. It's just politicians. And it's more than that, I think, that um, because I think the church has become very weak in this last year. Mm -hmm. uh, just like if you, if you as a person stay inside all the time, you need vitamin D. You need the sun. So if you stay inside, you don't get that vitamin D. Your body becomes weaker. Your immune yeah. system becomes weaker, and and the churches basically suffered that because they have stayed away from gathering, and and they've become weak and divided, and they've not become uh, they're not in unity with one another, and they're not praying for one another like they should. I'm not saying that everybody's that way, but for the most part, from what I see, it is that way, and so when you become separated divided you become weaker and that's what yeah. the churches become has become a lot weaker and they're they're they've they've gotten caught up with all of the can'ts yeah you, you can't go to church you can't sing you can't worship you can't uh gather you can't you know do anything without our permission well who is who is our that's not yeah. what god says God says, forsake not the fellowship. Yeah. Forsake not the gathering. That's what he said. I mean, look back in the scriptures and in the, in the, in, in, in the uh, you know, with, with the, what the Bible teaches us. It's like, looking back, they were being killed for gathering. Yeah. But they, did, they didn't stop gathering. No. They continued gathering. And yet they knew what was going to happen to them if they got caught. Yeah. And, and that to me, it's like, Wow. We have the law on our side. Yeah. We have our constitutional right on our side, and yet people aren't seeing that. They're like, well, you know what? Because we have a 501c3, well, is that bigger than God? Is that what you're more concerned about? Is the money? Is the tithing? Don't you think people are going to give to you anyway? Or they're going to give because God said to give? He says give, and it shall be given unto you, pressed out, shaken together, overflowing. He doesn't say because you have a 501c3. That protection, no. You give to God because you give to God. And he'll give it back to you a hundredfold. Yep. But we don't trust. We just don't we don't trust. And it's like that's where we fail. Because people are the, the church itself is not trusting. Therefore the governments are becoming less God. Yeah. Less less prayer. And in the coming years. We're going to see things happen, and, and I hope the church starts to grow a backbone. I hope the church starts to really stand for what is right and come together and strengthen together because that's what's going to get you through. Because right. if not, then you're going to fall flat on your face, mm -hmm. and you're going to get caught, for lack of better words, with your pants down. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And I think that's really my, my point, like with all the political highlights of the last four years is that you know things are going on in the unseen realm and we need to see that we need to acknowledge that and because it doesn't make sense you can't do that much good for a society and you know and, and be defeated in an election in, in such an odd fashion well and, but but you know and and because and there's things going on in the unseen realm and it's getting it's the church needs to wake up and start praying 
but they they don't realize though how much how much the president has done for the Christian people. Oh yeah, the protection that that he has given to them over the last four years. Right, that he has fought for them because he doesn't go out there and I mean yeah he does sometimes say I did this and I did that look how great and wonderful I am pat me on the back you know whatever but he's done a lot of things that have been in secret yeah yeah and just behind closed doors behind closed doors that have been that have been oh my gosh look what this guy has done and you hear things it's like okay go and verify you've gone and you actually verify and it's true the things that he has done it's like wow this is amazing you know, and it, I mean, I don't know. There's just there's just so much that's that's. Uh, but but again, all, all that there is because there there is a turning, you know, and people need to see that because, like I said, with all the positives that that if any, I, I don't think there's been a president. Maybe maybe Reagan, who has done that much positive and not been able to get reelected. You know, huh? it's because there's something going on in the unseen well, realm. There's a, yeah, there's and, an and, and, and 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 the thing is, is it's 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 the end times. Mm-hmm. It's preparing mm-hmm. and paving the way mm-hmm. for the end time yep. events. Which yep. you know, speaking of end times, remember to tune in on Mondays. <laughs> you know, I'm covering the Book of Revelation. I, and it's funny when I started covering the Book of Revelation, I'm like, why? Why do I want to do this? I have taught the Book of Revelation. You know, you have to consider I pastored for over 25 years, and I, I, I have done entire end-to-end studies uh, with congregations uh, four times, and I'm like, you know, I'm done with this, you know. And it's like, no, the Lord just kept prompting me. No, you need to do this. You need to do this. And yeah, I'm 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 viewing it now from a from a from a Jewish Christian perspective, but even still, uh, there are things going on and we need to see what's happening and we need to begin to pray because this, this next administration, that's not to say anything bad about president Biden, president elect Biden, technically, uh, you know, it's to say the church needs to pray so that we're discerning and so that we're ready for any attack because it does not look good. What 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 has been laid out does not look good for the church and does not look good for Christians. You know, but you know where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. You know that is the promise that we have. So God is with us. So let's hold on. Let's let's pray as we never have before. Let's get down and seek the face of God as we never have before. You know, for our for our family for our cities, for our communities, for our states and our country, and for and for most of all, as the scripture commands us, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That's right. And I believe uh, you know we, we, we will get through it one way or another. Yeah. And remember the words of the Lord Jesus, he who endures to the end shall be saved. Amen. Amen. Alright, well that's all I have for you. So, unless Shelly has something else to say, no, I'm, I'm ready to sign off. So, God bless you, and uh, we'll uh, be talking to you later this week or next week. So, take care, be safe, shalom.